Inspiration now in session. Inspire guys, My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggle to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your jeans. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to inspire God's people where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. We got a good show today. Listen up, y'all. I ain't even going to play with y'all today because I got an interview that I want to hurry up and get to. You know what I'm saying? So we going to like, I ain't got no long intro or nothing for you. We going to let the interview do the talk in the day. Um, but what I am going to do is we're going to play this good J-Will music song of the day. I might even, sh- should we get social real quick? You know what I'm saying? Before the interview, maybe we'll get social. You know what? Matter of fact, let's do that. Let's do that right now. 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 It's time to get social. Let's get social. It's time to get social. Let's get social. Let's get social. Let's get social. Let's get social. Guys, people, uh, we about to do something new. Oh, oh. Twitter guy for you, oh, oh. We heading over to my Twitter page, I believe, for the very first time. Now, I, I don't really tweet that much anymore. I've kind of started back recently, but, you know, once upon a time, I had a, a nice following on Twitter. So my name on there, if you want to follow me to tweet me, is at Music. That is J-W-I-L-M-U-S-I-C. Again, one L, J-W. I-L-M-U-S-I-C. I think this one post is going to be all we got to talk about today. Here's what I said. This had 456 likes, 184 retweets, and 12 comments. Why burn sage, carry crystals, and praise the quote-unquote universe, but still question God when something goes wrong? All right, this post made quite a few individuals very upset. And let me say this. I know a lot of people like to go viral or think they want to go viral or, you know, not that that's going viral. But, you know, I have a lot of posts that go like junior viral, like where it's like 500, 1,000 comments or likes or those type of things. And I want to warn y'all about something if you're trying to go viral. You got to definitely have thick skin because. What happens is you start reaching people that are outside of the realm of your normal followers. You know what I mean? And so you start reaching strangers who don't care nothing about you. They just going to say whatever they want to say. So people be commenting to me, cussing me out. Like, I can't repeat half of the stuff that people say to me whenever my posts get like over 500 likes or comments and things. So that's just sidebar. If you out there thinking, I want to go viral. Well, you better be able to handle a little bit of bad language. Nevertheless, nevertheless which nevertheless, if you listen to this show, I believe I've stated before that nevertheless is one of my favorite words in the English language simply because it don't really make sense. You know what I'm saying? I, I just want to know how did they decide to go ahead and put those three words together? Like never before in history have we just decided, you know what, let's just make these three words one word, nevertheless. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, think about, I always say on this show, you know what I'm saying? If you listen, it probably irritates you because I'm always talking about, you know what I'm saying? What if I just decided right now? You know what I'm saying is one word. Doesn't make sense, does it? That's how I feel about nevertheless. So I made this post because more and more you're seeing that people are getting involved in all this, you know, weird, ancient stuff. And I think sometimes we think just because something is old, that is good. Like people who want to worship the ancestors. It's like, well, hold on, bro. Um, neither one of my grandfathers, I ain't going to say, was like somebody that I want to worship. You know, like 
How we know, we don't know what's back there. I ain't live with them. I got some family members that's alive with me right here today, and I wouldn't trust them with my wallet for 45 minutes. You want me to pray and trust uh, the people of the past? I'm sure they got some issues, but I actually low-key feel like, <laughs> y'all gonna think I'm crazy when I say this. I probably shouldn't say this. I'm not gonna say it. There was a movie that came out maybe two years ago. And I feel like it got people all like into the, their blackness. And I just feel like people start doing weird stuff after this movie came out. Now, I'm going to just say that much. So anyway, you have a lot of African-Americans are turning to witchcraft. People are leaving the church and it's happening faster than people want to admit. And I think the reason it's hard for people to admit is because a lot of these people used to be Christians or still kind of are somewhat aligning with Christianity as their uh, religious identification. But I talk to a lot of people, man, and there are so many people that's not Christians anymore, and they're turning to things like, you know, carrying crystals and burning sage and doing all of these things that are rooted in witchcraft. And you hear a lot of, you know, they brainwashed y'all with the white Jesus and all of that. And these are people, again, that have grown up in church or used to be Christians. But what I found interesting is that I never hear people when something goes wrong. I never hear them question the crystals. I never hear them question the smoke of the sage. You know, whenever something goes wrong, it's why does God let this happen in this third world country? Or why does God let this happen over here? And we're always like, carrying the burden of proof to explain why something happens in the world. And my thing is like, well, hold on. Wasn't you the one burning up the smoke uh, signal? Uh, can we ask the smoke, why did this happen? Can we ask the universe, why do bad things happen? I just think that's interesting that, you know, a God that they don't believe in, they get to question. Or a God that we don't fully align or commit to, we get to question. So I threw that out there as just simply something for us to think about the next time we find ourselves questioning God and we haven't fully aligned with him. We're doing all these other things. You know, I just think it's fair. Like in all fairness, like question the crystal, bro. You was carrying the crystal around in your pocket for six months and something still went wrong. So, you know, you tell me. Next time somebody asks me about my God and my God this and that, what, 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 is your, what your God do, bro? What did the universe do? You know what I mean? I think that's only right, not even trying to be funny. So hopefully that don't make you mad. If it does, I'm sure it won't be the last time. And I'm not excited about that because I don't like making people mad. That's not the goal or the point of this show. But I do understand that some people just gonna be mad. Guys, people, it is time for the J. Will Music Song of the Day. When we return, I have Elder Michael Holloway in studio to discuss the rise of the Hebrew Israelites. Part one, part two of our conversation will continue on next week's episode. That is episode 47. This is episode 46. I don't typically say the episode numbers in the show. If you haven't noticed. Anyway, we're going to rock with Still the Same by yours truly, J. Will Music. You know it's on my album entitled Inspire God's People. If you want to find my music, all you got to do is just pull up Google and type in J-W-I-L-M-U-S-I-C. Or type in J. Will Music anywhere. Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever. Just type in J. Will Music. And I want to say something real quick before we play this song. I want to apologize because I've been telling y'all to leave reviews on the show, leave reviews. And guess what? I found out like two weeks ago that iTunes don't even exist anymore. And you can't leave reviews on Google Podcasts. Can't leave them on Spotify. Maybe one day they'll fix that because iTunes was the only place you could leave reviews for a podcast. So thank you for the people who tried their best after I harassed y'all to leave reviews on the show. And you couldn't even do it. Now, after four minutes of me talking about introducing this song, let's get into Still the Same by J. Will Music, Inspire Guys People, and stick around for when we come back. There is no difference 
For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. We still the same from the east, we from the west, we still the same. Black, white, every shade, still the same. Upper class, lower class, still the same. I know we hate each other, but we still the same. I'm from the north, you from the south, we still the same. Black, white, that's right, still the same. Republican, Democrat, still the same. I know we hate each other, but we still the same. Tell me how you hate me, you don't even know my name. Had me figured out before I ever said a thing. I look like someone that you knew way back in the day. So you won't get to know me cause you think that we're the same. What makes you different? Are you made in this image? Are you saved by the Christ through repentance? Do you know that he died on the cross? It was dead that he said it was finished. But you don't like this cause you think I'm self-righteous And I don't like that you don't like this cause you're just like this Hypocrite? Still the same I'm from the east, you from the west, we still the same Black, white, every shade, still the same Upper class, lower class, still the same I know we hate each other, but we still the same I'm from the north, you from the south, we still the same Black, white, that's right, still the same Republican, Democrat, still the same I know we hate each other, but we still the same uh, If you broke, if you paid, nothing changes but the change You feel lost when you lose, you feel saved when you save Salvation ain't a feeling Jesus didn't die to make a killing He died to make a living With love for us, it was for us to usher into heaven we don't love them back, so we turn our backs We rather resent than repent So we choose hell over heaven Now we sentimental to the sinner's mental That's not the same I'm from the east, you from the west, we still the same Black, white, every shade, still the same Upper class, lower class, still the same I know we hate each other, but we still the same I'm from the north, you from the south, we still the same Black, white, that's right, still the same Republican, Democrat, still the same I know we hate each other, but we still the same I know we hate each other, probably cause we ain't each other So we fake and say we brothers, I wanna be you Cause your grass looks green, and you wanna be me Cause my grass green too, we're still the same Why do we complain? Even when we're different, we the same Hatred has become our entertainment Internet exposing inner racist When the saints go marching in I wanna be in that arrangement That's why I repent in Jesus' name When it comes to heaven, we're the same You just heard Still the Same by me You know what I'm saying? Like J-Will Music You know that though, right? I think you know that I still have a lot of y'all like Yo! Where do I get your album, Jay? And I'm like, you know what? How many times do I say it on this show? But I love you. I love you and I thank you for listening. And I'm not going to talk about you. Listen, people. Um, I guess I got to play the intro for Tinspiration. I gotta, I'm in a tough spot now because my interviews are always longer than 10 minutes. And originally they was going to be 10 or 15 minutes. And it, I, I still got to play the intro song, right? So let's do it. Just drop it, man. 10 minute interviews to inspire you Maybe 12 minutes, give or take a few We just trying to make a greater you Now tell me how we met Where you from? Tell me what you like Or maybe it was love Elder Mike is the big homie <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So we're going to do a little studio takeover, and we're we going to talk for as long as we need to to talk through a difficult conversation um, from the standpoint of how it's impacting people or, or a serious conversation. But before we jump into that, you know, uh, you know, I want y'all to at least know a little bit about the brother who's going to be talking. So Elder Mike, you know, first of all, man, tell the people, like, how do we know each other? How do we meet? Do you remember? I believe we met when 
you came to our church, Power, Hope, and Grace Bible Church. Yes, sir. And you were with J&J Soul. Yes, sir. And man, you all came over there and blessed the house. I remember that day. Yes, I sir. still remember the first time we came there and did a concert. And, um, you know, the cool thing about that, right, for anyone who, who's out there listening, one of the things I've seen the Lord do in my life is use people that I met in one area. Like, you could think you're meeting somebody and try to sum up their value based on what you know at the time. But later on in life, God could show you, like, oh, there's another piece to that person, another part of that person. So right. uh, you definitely represent someone like that for me that, I've seen we so we met through the church and then I don't know if you remember Eric Walker had the play so we've crossed paths a couple times yes sir absolutely you were uh we were recording the music for the play at your house yes in your studio and um yeah here we are today so that's right tell the people a little bit about yourself just who you are how you got into ministry you know how or what do you know about this topic and other topics you know what I mean where have you gone to Bible school? Things like that. I just want people to understand who you are before we jump into the topic so they can know, you know, why you're credible, you know, if you will. Absolutely. Well, again, brother, I appreciate you and commend what you're doing. I think you're doing a wonderful thing and you are certainly inspiring God's people. And I'm, Thank you. I'm certainly one of those that have been inspired by what you've done. And uh, who am I? I, I you know, the <laughs> old songwriter say, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody right. who can see, save anybody. See, that's a tough question for a real saved person. Because you're like, <laughs> oh, man, God, to God be the glory. Right. I feel it. So I understand. <laughs> yes, sir. So yeah, I am an elder of Power, Hope, and Grace Bible Church. Uh, been there probably close to 30 years wow. now with, with God's help. Well, you barely look 32 years old, man. man. See, I knew I, I knew I liked you for a reason, <laughs> my man. <laughs> yes, sir. So, uh, and as an elder there, of course, uh, being, uh, involved heavily in ministry, involved in a lot of evangelism. I'm actually the director over our outreach and evangelism ministry, but I've also done some outside, uh, education. The Lord have blessed me. I've gone to uh, Manthano Christian Bible college and I finished my degree at Grace Theological Seminary. And so, uh, you know, God has just kind of given me, as well as my pastor, you know, he's inspired all of us yeah. to further our biblical education. One thing we certainly uh, push the saints of God is don't be one of those Christians that have been in the church for 35 years and you don't know the Bible. Amen. You know what I mean? It's not a, just a religion for us. It is a lifestyle. And because of some of these false teachings and doctrines that are out here that you and I, especially in particularly one you and I'll be addressing today, we have to be educated in the Bible. Yes. The reason why many people are falling for these cultic practices and beliefs is simply because people aren't educated in the Bible. Yeah. So you have a, a person come up and give them a, a coherent Artic well articulated viewpoint, many people are sucked in by that. Yeah. Because they haven't fully invested the time they need in the word of God. So that's about who I am, brother. And I I just love the word of God. I love sharing the word of God. Well, again, man, we thank you. And and I would advise anyone, you know, who who listens to this show today and get something from the conversation, or maybe they want to know more. Maybe there's something that we, you know, don't get to right. There's only so much we could talk about. But Elder Mike, your Facebook page, you know, you you do these debates. And, and I'm going to say this, man. When I remember a couple of years ago, you met with Lavelle and I. Yes. And or me and Lavelle. Yeah, I think that's what it is. You met with me and Lavelle because I wouldn't say you met with I. My wife been teaching me my grammar, man. So I got to get it together. Uh, <laughs> a degree ain't helped me with that part. Um, but you met with us um, to talk about. I believe we were talking about at the time, um, it was something doctrinal. We ain't going to get into that because this show ain't about that. I don't want to lose y'all if y'all on that side of the fence. But you were kind of um, mentoring us in, in a certain area. And um, I saw you start doing these Facebook debates. And I immediately started sharing it with my friends, you know, and kind of telling. And some of them watch it more than I do. They get to more <laughs> of them than me. I'm like, man, I can't watch tonight. Um, but I want to appreciate what you do, but I also want people to be able to find you. So I don't know if your Facebook page is the only place they can find your debates. Cause you debate these topics with individuals and you specifically do it in a way 
I'm gonna tell you what I like about it. You do it in a way that's well thought out, that is not disrespectful. You are not, you know, just trying to win a debate. I can tell when I'm watching you that you actually care. That's why I have you on the show today because so many times some people just want to argue and it's easy right. to, to defend the argument. But when someone cares and they articulate and they, you know, spend time in the scriptures, that is something I admire and that inspires me. But I want people to be able to find you on, whether it be Facebook or anywhere else. So can you share how they can get a hold of, of watching your debates? Absolutely. So uh, I am... Of course, Facebook, of course, Michael Holloway on Facebook, but I also have a YouTube page. I'm really just getting going. So, oh, cool. so you're helping me. <laughs> you're cool. helping me here. Uh, and it's actually, um, you know, it's Elder Mike, your urban church, your urban church. And the website actually is in production, right? Or it's in the process of being in production right now. So the website will be up shortly. And, and that's what's that going to be? Yoururbanchurch.com. Yep. Amen. Yoururbanchurch.com. And can you spell Michael Holloway for us? Because some people do the E-L, the A-L, the right. Holloway, sometimes with an O and an A. So I want to make sure because, listen, even, even if you don't catch a live debate, you need to go back and watch these debates. And you'll see why when we talk through these, um, through these topics. Absolutely. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-H-O-L-L-O-W-A-Y. That is Holloway with an O, people. Yes, sir. Check out Michael Holloway on Facebook. So let's get into it, man. Yes, sir. Today, I brought you on the show to talk about the rise of the black Hebrew Israelites. I saw you maybe a couple of months ago. I'm not sure. I think it was sometime in the summer. I saw you actually out talking to these gentlemen. And for me, I'll tell you, this is an important topic for a couple of reasons, because, you know, I know a couple of individuals who are black Hebrew Israelites or something of sorts. I've watched a lot of debates myself. I've tried to educate myself enough to know the general viewpoint of what they do or, or something like that. I've listened to hours of debates and, right. and them kind of going on. I'll tell you what I've heard, and this is maybe where we can start. I've heard from a couple of individuals, like what led them into this lifestyle was their churches could not answer specific questions about the Bible. Wow. So they sat in churches and they were once Christians. Most, most Hebrew Israelites I know were once Christians, actually. And there was something either fake or wrong with the church. And then when they brought things to the church's attention, you know how we could do is like, hey, this is the pastor. Don't question him or, or whatever right. it may be. And that's what led them there. I'm, I'm curious, is that something that you're hearing or how are you hearing that people are being led into this lifestyle? Man, you actually hit the nail on the head. And a lot of people who are now Hebrew Israelites have that testimony. And I think that that's something that the church, we can't just say it's the devil. Right. We got to look at ourselves in the mirror. Are we educating our people? I mean, back in the day, you know, they would come up. I mean, if the pastor said it, you know, didn't nobody even ask a, uh, any questions at all. The bishop said it. We got to do it. <laughs> right. You know, but now these, you know, millennials are people are more educated now. People yeah. are being informed. So so pastor said ain't enough. It ain't enough. We need to know what the scriptures say. And so and I think that this is, a, 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 a again, something the church has to wake up to uh, get away from so much trying to uh, uh, emotionally charge people. Yes and inform people the scripture. Jesus said it this way in St. John chapter eight, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. <laughs> so if you don't really know the truth, how can you declare you have liberty? You Amen. don't, right? All you have is information or inspiration, but inspiration is good. And I love, don't get me wrong, inspiration is good, but what are we being inspired by? This is why one of the reasons I enjoy your broadcast because you inspire people by the word of God. And that is exactly, no. You, what you're saying is important. Listen, when, when I was, when I, when I named this show, that's why I said inspiring God's people. Amen. Cause anybody can be inspired. <laughs> Hello. You know, you can, you can, I can watch LeBron James and get inspired to go outside and play basketball. Right. That ain't got nothing to do with God. Right. And some of what we're doing in the church is we're doing a lot of inspiring, mm -hmm. but we're not inspiring people to be like God. Talk. We're just inspiring people to be good people, but yes. good people aren't always God people. Absolutely. And so that is an important Topic. So I, I do want to say like, because I, I don't want us to glaze over which the point you just made. The first thing we have to do 
as a church is look into the mirror. Amen. And it's no longer enough. I, I don't know what you see, but I see some churches out here who they see the people leaving the church, but I don't think they know where the people are going. Right. And this is one of the places where the people are going. So as your churches are getting empty, mm-hmm. and I know that's not everywhere. Some people say, hey, my church ain't empty. But I've seen even big churches, if you used to have 500 and I was 300, mm-hmm. you know, and so numbers are relative, but people are going somewhere. Absolutely. And so the first thing we have to do is look into the mirror. So, Elder Mike, you know, if you could give us a general overview of what does it even mean to be a black Hebrew Israelite? What <laughs> is it? Oh, that, that's actually the, uh, the best question to ask, because and I'm going to. And what I try to do when I communicate about any particular doctrine or belief, whether it's false or true, I, I want to be fair. Yes. And I don't want to misrepresent a person's viewpoint. I love it. And, and so we want to articulate carefully what we say. So the Hebrew Israelite, they claim is, is not a religion. Okay. It is a culture. Hebrew Israelite is who they believe they are Mm. and their faith is tied to their culture. And so they believe that they are people specifically as we're talking about the Hebrew Israelites are the African Americans who were brought over during the transatlantic slave trades. They believe that in AD 70, when uh, Titus destroyed the temple in Jerusalem as Jesus declared. Jesus declared in Matthew chapter number 24 that not one stone shall be left upon another. Jesus also told them, hey, when these things start happening, flee to the mountains. Well, historically and geographically, those mountains represent Africa. And so they believe that the Judites, those that were from the tribe of Judah, which is where Jesus was from, they actually fled to those mountains in Africa. They believe that from AD 70 to the transatlantic slave trades of the 1600s, those Israelites remained in Africa. Then they believe that it was the Hamites, which are black people who descended from Noah's son, Ham, who actually sold the Israelites to the Europeans. Ah. And so the Europeans then brought the Judah Israelites over to the Americas on slave ships. And one of the, I'm sure we'll get into a little bit later. Deuteronomy 28 is one of the chief passages. That's what I always hear. Yes, sir. They'll use that passage to try to say, Hey, you see this verse, this is us. And so any African American that's here in the Americas, they believe are really the tribe of Judah from the 12 tribes of Israel that have been brought over here, according to the prophecy given in Deuteronomy 28. Wow. Wow. And and so this is why it's important. You know, I I like what you said about not misrepresenting because that is not what we're here to do at all. Absolutely. We, and, and, and I think this is important as the church, we don't always have to get overly emotional when we're talking and thinking through something. Yes. Because if we believe and really stand on the faith that we stand on, we should be able to do it in a logical, respectful way. Absolutely. And so I appreciate that you said that because we really want people out here to know what's going on. Yes. And then when you understand it and you understand you don't have to be afraid when you hear something, because you said something earlier too. Sometimes things sound good on the surface. Yes. I mean, you could tell me something right now, especially if I'm not educated in that area. Mm -hmm. Oh, you can make me... Oh, wow. For real? So the moon is popsicles on the moon. Okay. <laughs> right. You know, it makes sense. Like, right. So so I like that you said that. So based on the, the first general, you know, overview that you gave about um, what it means for that to be their culture, what are some of the first things that you look at to identify that they don't have it all the way, you know, right? Okay. Because they, they clearly think they're right. Like you said, they point to certain scriptures. They seem to have it lined up, at least in their minds, as to why, why we are, as African-Americans, the tribe of Judah, why we are these chosen people. Right. What do you see that, that they're missing? That's like, just even in, with that general overview, 
that's like, no, you guys are missing this, this, or that? Great question. So first, I'd like to acknowledge that the historical aspect of what happened a lot is true. Okay. Whenever it comes to any doctrine, right? And, and it's specifically false doctrine. Yes. It's always some, some truth in it. Yeah. 100%. And, and that's why we got to, we can't be confused and we've got to educate ourselves historically on what happened because, you know, if you talk to somebody, you're not educated on it, then they make you look crazy once yes. they prove the one little point in the truth they have. And if you, you, and we, we're fighting on, on truth. No, let's acknowledge that there were Israelites that fled to the mountains of Africa. Yeah. But let's think through this from AD 70 to the 1600s, right? We've got probably uh, 1600 years, yeah. close to 1600 years before the actual transatlantic slave trade. We have historical records from Josephus. Josephus is one of the uh, notable Jewish uh, historians in antiquity who has recorded much of what took place during that time. Josephus records that there were Judites that were taken back to Egypt on ships as was determined by Deuteronomy 28. Okay. And so we got to understand that. So yeah. historically, some of this has been fulfilled way back in the first century. Okay. So to try to bring that up to 1600 years later is, is not proper. Another point to think about is this. When those Israelites did flee to Africa in AD 70, which did take place, which we acknowledge, remember, they were being judged for their disobedience to God and their rejection of Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's not like they went over into Africa and held and maintained all the things that God told them to maintain. Wow. Had they been doing that, they wouldn't have to be, have been judged in the first place. So they intermarried and intermingled with the people that were there. Yeah. Africa wasn't empty when they got there. <laughs> right. And so you figure that there was a portion that fled to Africa, a portion. There were a portion that got killed. And there were a portion that were scattered, according to prophecy, throughout the four corners of the earth. And therefore, we got to understand that 16 years worth of integration with the people who were already there from intermarrying, yeah, right. exactly, from intermarrying, from, and all of this, to try to say that every black person, because listen, they was black, Africa was full <laughs> of black folk already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to try to say that every black person that came over here in the transatlantic slave trade is a Jew goes beyond reason, and it goes beyond history, it goes beyond common sense. Man, so, so let's... Okay, so let's think about a, a couple of things. So first, there's this idea. You have people fleeing somewhere on the ship. Correct. Right? And now, you know, you're saying, well, this had already been fulfilled. Absolutely. So it's, it's one of those things now. And I think when you're talking about history, this is where we have to be careful and this is also, you know, I don't want to I don't want to go off track at all. But we, I know that in some cults and false religions, you have different figures that represent what Jesus Christ represented. Right. And so that would be almost like someone saying today, a Messiah is going to be born into the world as a virgin. Yes. And it's like, well, no, <laughs> over 2000 years ago that that happened already mm -hmm. and so what we're saying what what elder mike is saying because because I, I really want people to stop and think about it you can't just read that something happened in history not study the 1600 years in between thank you and then say yep this one time over here that they fled on the boat that's what this was talking about right so that's the that's the first thing guys i want y'all to really look at elder mike is saying we have to know the history and, and, and when we study that, this ain't the first time somebody been shipped on a boat. Right. How, how can you just jump to this being that? Absolutely. There was something else you said, you know, towards the end uh, about the intermingling. Yes. So if I look at the fact that I, I just use myself, what I know, I, I'm not a person that I didn't have the opportunity to know my grandfather's, my biological grandfather's, to be honest, oh, I'm not going to say that. 
they were some Rolling Stones. I, I'll put it that way. They, mm -hmm. they had kids a little bit everywhere. Never, you know, I met my mom's dad a couple of times, you know, interesting right. guy, okay. you know, to say the least. We'll leave it at that. He's still alive. So God bless any of my family that might ever hear this show. Mm -hmm. But my point is what I know of my mom's dad. If you see my mom, she's high yellow. She has a naturally curly texture of hair. I believe there is some Mexican somewhere, whether it be her daddy was half Mexican, things like that. Right. Mm hmm. And so what's interesting to me when you talk about the in intermingling is how do we pick? Because none of us are thoroughbreds. Absolutely. That man, you hit the nail on the head. None of us <laughs> are thoroughbreds. There has been so much intermarrying, intermingling from nation to nation. How can you say that every African-American is an Israelite? And so here's what some of them say. And this is where it becomes, uh, you know, in a sense, Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> the spirit has to reveal it to you. See, I'm I'm always careful. Whoa. I'm always careful when people start talking like that. Like, yeah. The spirit has to reveal it to you. Uh, there are some people who claim to have got a blood test. Right. OK. And they have found that they did have some Israelite blood in them. No problem. There are others who did blood tests and found that they did not. But now it's. The man, you know, they're testing us based on the Jews that are currently in the land. So that's actually another okay. point that the current Jews that are over in Israel, they aren't real Israelites. They're converts. OK, uh, I, I want to say this, you know, and on this show, this is why for those who listen, you know, to the show since we've started. This is why we talk about business and psychology. Some people may say. What does this have to do with spirituality? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you in psychology, there, there was a, a study done where, where two gentlemen, I wish I could remember the name of it. I can never remember it off the top of my head. But these two psychologists went into a cult and they did it for research purposes. I'm hmm. a paraphrase because I don't want to mess it up. But they were in this cult and this was one of those cults where an alien ship was supposed to come on a specific day at a specific time. <laughs> Here's what they learned. Here was, I'm going to skip to the results. When the day and time came and the alien ship did not arrive, this was what they were trying to figure out because they knew it was a cult. They never believed it. Mm -hmm. They joined it and got in it because what they wanted to figure out was when this doesn't happen, are people more likely to leave it or become more committed? Mm. Believe it or not, psychology and science showed that when the spaceship did not arrive, they became more committed than they were before it ever, the false prophecy didn't happen. Wow. And what I'm saying is that you have these people, first you're going to go get a blood test because you're going to prove something. <laughs> and then the blood test don't work in your favor. Now you just create a new reason to be more committed. That's psychology. Yes. That's not we. We haven't even got to the Bible yet. <laughs> and so that, that's just why I talk about those things, because we have to be fair and say, wow, if, if I was going to blame the blood test on the man, why mm -hmm. go get it in the first place? Absolutely. And, and I'm glad you brought that point up because you reminded me of one of the prophecies that they held to that did not happen. So the first Atlantic slave ship that was said to have left Africa to come over to the Americas happened in 1619 in the month of August. They believe that the prophecy in Genesis chapter number 15 that God gave to Abraham, that your people shall be in bondage for 400 years. They believe that that was the prophecy about them being over here in the Americas. Now, anybody who understands the Bible knows that that already happened when God raised up Moses to bring the people out of Egypt. Right. But, they think that that's not it. It's here. But what happened <laughs> in August 2019, the 400 years was up. Whoa. They're all still here. <laughs> so I made, wow. a, I made a Facebook post not long ago. I said, hey, y'all hey, still here? <laughs> and, you know, and, and joking. Yeah, yeah, but the sure. point is, like you said, even when their so-called prophecies don't come to pass, people are still committed 
to something that has been proven untrue. Wow. So, so I like there, there are some there are some things that we've laid out so far in general about this doctrine. I don't know if it's too early yet to go into Deuteronomy. Are we too early? You want to you want to jump in there? We Be- can jump in. Okay. When I watch the debates again, I'm you know I don't claim to be the expert. That's why you're here. When I watch the debates, and, and I've you know over the last couple of years, this is the scripture that always comes up. So. So let's look at this and maybe you can tell us why this is something that they're holding on to and kind of, and I mean, I've listened to debates where they, they will always come back to this Deuteronomy scripture. Absolutely. So let me just read the, for lack of a better term, the golden text okay. <laughs> of the black Hebrew Israelites. And, and let me say this also, they don't like to be called black Hebrew Israelites. They just, okay. They just like Hebrew Israelites. Okay. Gotcha. Right. Thank you. And Thank I, you. and I All try right. to, you know, I try to, be respectful of it. Yes, 100%. You know, because I'm, and I'm with that. I'm with that. I can't, I can't help you if I'm offending you. you yeah, know? 100%. And so I, from, from this point on, I will use the term Hebrew Israelite. So my bad for anybody who's listening. And I didn't call y'all that a couple of times. That's my bad. Uh, no problem. I, like I've done it myself. <laughs> All right. So Deuteronomy 28, verse 68. And the Lord will take you back to Egypt in ships. By the way of which I said to you, you shall never see it again. And there you shall be offered for sale to your enemies as male and female slaves, but no one will buy you. That's Deuteronomy 28, verse number 68. Now notice it says, and the Lord will take you back to Egypt. They believed Egypt is symbolic okay. to bondage. And Egypt was a place of bondage. And they believe that the slavery in the Americas represent that bondage. But it goes from symbolic to in ships. They don't believe the ships are symbolic. They think that those are literal. So we already have a, a, a linguistic issue here. Okay. That you're mixing symbolism with literalism in the same verse. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's it. That's an issue number one. Then it says, you shall be offered for sale to your enemies. We all know over in the Americas. Black people were offered for sale. Yes. But the text says no one will buy you. For some reason, they believe that doesn't mean no one will buy you. It means no one will redeem you. It's a different Hebrew word. And I won't get all off into the Hebrew and and all of that right now. But the text clearly says no one will buy you. Look, we were purchased. Our ancestors were purchased. (laughs) Yes. And so that right there should help people. It should help people. But in many cases, it doesn't. Because they believe what they believe. So, so I'm, I'm going to pivot just a little bit mm-hmm. and, and we'll get back right to where we were. But now I, I want to ask you about, you know, as African-Americans and, and black people in this country, we know there, you know, there, it's been a rough ride, yes. you know, in, in a lot of regards. And, you know, that's a whole different episode. But what I want to ask you is like, how does maybe the suffering that we've experienced in this country as a people play into people grabbing a hold to something like this? And, and I maybe want you to speak to, you know, some of the pro-black Christians out there. And, and I'm going to tell you why. I think we have to be careful when we hold something above our Christianity. Yes. For me, I view myself as a Christian more than anything. Amen. And I don't think that means you can't be proud of something else. That's not what I'm saying. I know, you know, my brothers and sisters would be, you know, black being black is a is an interesting thing because you represent a whole lot of different sides and you know, coming from the hood and (laughs) people get mad at you easy. But my point is as a believer, Jesus Christ is the source. He's my everything. And one of the things I see happening in this country is that we are becoming so proud to be black that it is overshadowing who Jesus Christ is in our lives. And I'm saying this specifically because I think that is a seed planet to take hold of something, a culture like the Hebrew Israelites. And I'm just curious, do you think that they are capitalizing on the fact that so many people um, maybe have been done wrong in this country and we're just becoming so pro-black that we're just going off of a, a ledge. Are we taking it too far? 
I'm just curious what you think about that in general. I know I said a lot. So no, that, I don't know. That is good. Actually, um, I'm glad you went there because that is actually one of the points that I, I wanted to bring up during this conversation. When you look at the social and certainly racial climate in our country today, you know, uh, many people even believe the president is a racist. Yeah, now, exactly. I don't get all off into that. Me I'm, either. We <laughs> good. Right. <laughs> but and so and then as you brought up, a lot of the quote unquote injustices that are happening. You have unarmed black men being shot by police officers and things like that. Because of that climate, the the ground is fertile. Yes. For a group like the Hebrew Israelites. Yes. And they do capitalize on that. And and from a human perspective, you know, and, and we're listen, we are black. Yeah. You know, and from a human perspective, we 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 get angry. Yeah. One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see something that happened, it's injustice, you know, you like, hey man, oh no, nah, that wasn't That's right. Crazy. Yeah, man. Oh, it was on video. What? Yeah. And and if you're not careful, and, and this is where believers have to be careful. If you're not careful, you will become emotion driven and not spirit driven. Amen. And that's why what, what you just said, you perfectly articulated what I was trying to get to. I don't want people to think that when we have a conversation like this and bring something like that up, that it means that we're not, you know, a, about overcoming injustice and that we're just like, oh, you know, no, but we are not so emotionally driven that we can't see the head side and the tail side of the coin. Yes, sir. And as believers, I think we have to be sober minded, know when something is right and when something is wrong. Absolutely. So we talked about when you're emotionally driven, you're not thinking clear. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're just making decisions because because some hurt came your way. And we talked in the opening a little bit about how because the church is not educating the people that is causing people to go away from a biblical perspective. What are we to, to do if our pastor does us wrong or, or our church, a church member, or, you know, why is it not the answer to run and jump into being a Hebrew Israelite? Right. So you bring up some very great points because people are in those circumstances and situations today. So if you've been hurt by the church, my encouragement to you, is don't take out on God what man has done to you. The Bible is the truth. It is the, the inspired word of God. God have delivered them to help each and every one of us. Always allow yourself to be led by the biblical answer and not the emotional answer. And then and we hit on that. And that's what happens. People get mad. I'm out of here. He, he said this wrong. He did this wrong. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not excusing any pastor or, or person that have done any person wrong. Right. But what we are saying is be spiritual minded and not carnal minded and allow the word of God to give you your answer. Right. There are churches out here that are striving with the help of the Lord to preach the truth of the gospel. And and just like I strive not to lump all Hebrew Israelites in one basket, don't lump all Christians in one basket. Yeah, because, and that's another thing about it, right? And, and you can maybe help me on this. As, as I started studying it, I started learning, like, man, a lot of them, leave, I've heard people leaving because, oh, the church got denominations, is too many. They have a lot of different factions or whatever, as you will. And so it's like, how do they justify? Because do they all believe in the deity of Jesus? Do they not? You know, can, can we talk about Jesus maybe a little bit? Yes, sir. And how he plays a part for whether it be some factions of Hebrew Israelites versus others, or are they all the same on how they view Jesus? Very good question. No, they are not all the same with how they view Jesus. So the first, first point is this, the whole doctrine becomes an ethnic focus instead of a Christ focus. Yeah. So the Bible becomes our history book. This, it, it tells us who we are, right? Wow. We're opening up our eyes to who we are. And already it's subtle because it, it sounds good, especially when you feel like you've been oppressed. Like, Oh yes. yeah, man, that's who we are. Yeah. But it's so subtle. And that's how Satan works. It's so subtle that it slowly takes our focus off of who the book is really about. See, they'll, I had one tell me specifically, this book is about us. I said, no, you're mentioned in the book, but the book is about him. It's Amen. about Christ Jesus. Amen. And when you start changing the focus of the book to yourself instead of Christ, that's a huge problem. 
Man. Yes, sir. And and then you have the issue where, uh, as it relates to who we are, now you start to see yourself as, as we talked about the oppression, now you want to see the revenge on the people who oppressed you. Right. And 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 we'll get <laughs> and we'll get yeah. into who Esau is in a minute. Okay. <laughs> right? But most of the groups, and not all, I've I found very few that would say that they believe in the deity of Christ. You have some that think he was just a man like you and I. You have others that say, no, he's not just a man, but he's not deity. He's not God. Mm. And so they'll reject the deity of Christ. Some would say that he was the first thing God created. And anyone who makes Christ a created being, that's a huge problem. Yeah, because John talks about in the beginning was the word. Yes. Word was God. The word was with God. Talk. And so we have to think about who Jesus is to us. It's a very subtle thing, like Elder Mike said, and, and I want you to let's be fair in how we think about subtle things. Yes. Putting yourself as the main thing, the main plot of the story versus the gospel of Jesus and, and demoting Jesus. Yes. It's like somebody coming on your job and telling your manager, you know, you Look, bro, you ain't the manager no more. Right. Like Jesus, yeah, you ain't. No, you ain't God, bro. You right. know what I'm saying? You a team lead. <laughs> right. Okay. Shout out to all the team leads out there. Y'all know you ain't really a manager. You know you ain't getting paid like a manager get paid. Join us next week for part two of the conversation. If you looking for me, I'll be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own world. I serve below the surface. It's layers to my purpose. Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world. Look in the sky, there ain't no stars in it. The art is all natural and authentic. Rivers of love, we swimming for us. We can't drown if we fall in it. If you looking for me, I be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own world. I serve below the surface, it's layers to my purpose. Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world.